Right, uh, time is now eight minutes past two o'clock and you're listening to the 123 show with me, Noreen Mir, on this Monday afternoon. So let's uh, turn to our next guest of today. We are talking to fitness coach Nathan Solier. Nate, it's great to talk to you again. How are you doing? I'm well, I'm well. How are you? Yes, I'm doing very good, thank you. Um, It just seems like the weeks are blurring into one long stretch. Does it feel like that for you a little bit? (laughs) I know it feels like a to- it feels like a a holiday. <laughs> it feels I don't like know a, if you can call it a holiday that you need to work from home still. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I know. Yes, a holiday with a prison sentence. A, a little bit, yes. Uh, a so little bit. We're talking about uh, working out and exercising today, but there's a bit of a twist, and that is exercising with your children. And the reason we're talking about this was because I was really inspired by what you had posted on your social media uh, a couple of weeks ago about you working out and exercising uh, with your son, and you were talking about how much you were learning from him, and that really is. That really is wonderful because you're a fitness coach yourself and, and you're learning from, from your own son. Yeah. Well, look, the, uh, the, the, it's been actually it's, – it's been an awakening experience for me when – you know because I don't get to train out with my kids that often. And I actually realized how, um, you know, how much they actually take note of you – know, I always have this thing, mon- monkey see, monkey do. <laughs> yes. And and when you know when you're doing something, our kids notice it. But what I didn't realize is how much they actually noticed it. So when I was training with my son, you know, he was actually giving me tips on my form. He was actually saying, "No, no, no, we've already done 12." So you know, it it, it was quite um, you know, I was like, it really got me present to being present. Watch out, Nathan. He's he's going to get your job. <laughs> I hope he takes my job. <laughs> and then you can retire. But it's true. Oh, yeah. They really sort of make a mental note and they have such good memories. You know, if they're really interested in something, I should I should also point out, it's because he's really interested in what you're doing. That's why he's really paying mm. extra attention. Well, I think I think also um I think kids are also inspired by, you know, by a you know, by a dream. And I think you know, one of these things that I've noticed with kids is, you know, you know, when you ask them, what do you want to be when you grow up? And they say, oh, you don't want to be a fireman. And, you know, Benji, Benji wants to be a professional soccer player. Oh, that's so good. That's yeah, so right? sporty. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, those things that, you know, when I say, okay, you want to be a professional soccer player. Well, let's look at how a professional soccer player approaches, you know, trains, you know, plays, um, you know, what they do. And, you the as as we know today, you know, a professional soccer player is not just about down to their talent. Mm. It's about their, their physical presence and their physical ability. And so um, that was the thing that I told him. Well, look, if you want to be a professional soccer player, these are the things that you need to look at. You need to look at your mindset. You need to look at your your nutrition. You got to look at you know what kind of training that you're doing. You know how much time. You know how how many how many hours does it take to become an expert in something? It takes ten thousand hours to become a master at something. So how many hours? You know, let's work mm. this back. You know, if you do ten thousand hours, how many days, weeks, months, years do you have to work at it before you master the game? Exactly. And so. You know, those sort of things, you know, if you can sort of create a roadmap for and, and you know, just coming from a place of being a coach and, and being a teacher, you know, if you can, you know, tap into, oh, that's what your dream is and then backtrack it to, okay, 
well, these are the things that you need to do now, and these are the things you need to do, you know, in a in, in a in a week, in a month, in a in a year, you know, going forward, you know, when you're 12, 13, 14, up until being a professional athlete. And it's a lot of dedication. Once I, I interviewed a professional swimmer on the show, and she said it was it was lon- it was really lonely for her because she'd have to train at five a.m. every single day, Monday to Saturday. She maybe got Sunday off. She got one day off a week, while everybody got to sleep in to go to school at seven thirty. She had to wake up an extra three hours earlier to train, mm. train yeah. for those th- two hours, and then got on yeah. the bus to go to school. And guess what? After school, it was training again for a couple of hours, yeah. and then it was to do her homework she didn't have time to socialize or to go out with her friends or or anything like that it was training 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 that was all she did yeah and and that's the price that you pay exactly you Um, know i think a, a lot of kids you know um you know see the end result and not know what's um required to be able to reach that end result yeah well as parents we can we can um, get them interested and and also get them sort of yeah interested in it and and also train them up a little bit at home so how can we sort of exercise with our children at home because i've been going on youtube to to, to look at to look at um, exercise videos with children and the trouble is i'll tell you what the trouble is they're too hard they, they're great videos, they're really upbeat, great music, and they've got children and adults doing all those things. But technically, I mean, the star jumps are easy, but then they do the lunges, they do different things, and they're really technical, and it gets a bit hard for, for younger children. Yeah, that's the thing, especially with kids, is uh, that, that kids are trained differently to adults. Um, you can, um, you, you, you've got to be wary of is, is that they can only train in short bursts and they need longer rest periods. Mm. And so what you'll notice is, is with kids is, is that if you train them for a long period of time, so just say, let, let's put it in context. If you had a kid doing a minute and a half worth of exercise, then that would, be, that would probably be ideal, even less if the kid's under, you know, say between, you know, um, you know, five and ten. You would look to be able to do exercise for probably around 45 seconds. Oh. Before you need to give them a break. Oh really? Oh wow! Maybe yeah. I was training. My, maybe I was training my two-year-old too hard. <laughs> <laughs> those squats, those one-minute squats. Yeah, you're right. So do that burpee I, for five yeah, minutes. Yeah, come on, mate. You've only done three. <laughs> you know, um, you know, and and you'll notice that their form will also start to drop off as well. And if you if you're not because the kids, they, they're not. They have never been taught how to squat and even though you get them to squat down they'll do it however they want to do it and that's fine and you know because their joints are so malleable you know they they won't hurt themselves however when they get to a certain age it starts to get set in stone in a way and if their form is is um is uh is inadequate it's not optimized then that's when we start to get injured so Mm -hmm. that usually happens around anywhere between about 11 and about 14 years of age. So you've got to be able to start teaching these kids really good form quite early on. And so if I was to say, you know, what kind of exercises I would be teaching my kid, first of all, I would make it fun. Second of all, I would make it short, sharp bursts with lots of rest. Mm. And I would be looking to teach them all the fundamentals of what 
um, uh, of what movement is, and and this is my this is the, the the movements that we need to learn, and we need to learn them well, is performing a squat, a lunge, a push, a pull, a twist, a bend, which is like a, a deadlift, but you know a bend, and a um, and a gate, and a gate is running or walking or crawling or uh, sprinting or jogging. So they're the seven types of patterns you want to be able to teach a kid to be able to do. But first and foremost, it has to be fun. Because if it's not fun, they're not going to want to do it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly, oh, right? Again, exactly. So then, like I said, you know, what happens is like the kids, the, the kids um, endurance runs out pretty quick. So and, and of course, you know, the younger they are, the attention span is less. So it has to be um, it has to be something that, you know, that's engaging for 45 seconds to a minute and a half. And then you have a rest period. Now, you'll find that, you know, especially with, um, uh, you know, with sports, you know, playing with some sort of ball or um, some sort of, you know, something to focus on other than what they're doing right now is also a, a good fun way of doing it so using tennis balls or soccer balls or or rugby ball or um or playing tag or something like this which gets them focusing on something else then you'll find that you know you'll keep their attention span for longer so you know when i train with like when i train with my son because he's like he's nearly 10 years old and of course you know he's been he's been training in my gym for the last two years and he doesn't do any he doesn't do any heavy lifting you know weight training but what he does is he learns those seven patterns you know the squat lunge bend push pull uh, twist gate and um uh, and and so that he's got those patterns down pat. And now what I do is, is I use those patterns and put them into some sort of game. So you know a really good you know a really good uh, game you could play. And I'll, I'll give you have you ever played um, uh, have you ever played stuck in the mud? Yes. Okay. Well, so you can do a stuck in the mud game with a, a group of kids. And when you get tagged, you have to go down to a squat position and you got to hold it. Wow. Yes. So you're actually doing a squat. Um, the other one is, is like having music, really great way of being able to keep the kids engaged and, and, and you can play, um, uh, it, um, what's it called? Musical it is called statues. I was thinking. Yeah. Musical statues. Exactly. <laughs> Perfect. Right. So the first one is a squat. The second one is a, uh, you know, a split squat. The second one, the third one is a push up. So that way you can actually start training these kids. And if they do it wrong, then, you know, then they have to plank. But, of course, same deal, <laughs> trying to, you know, uh, trying to give them a, um, uh, a, a, a an exercise that they're only going to do for 45 seconds and a minute and a half. Yeah. You mentioned an excellent point just now, and that's about their form, Nate. Now, yeah. th they're children, so perhaps, like you said, maybe they're not, their form isn't perfect. How do you go about sort of correcting it, or, or do you correct it? Do you just sort of leave it, because you don't want to demotivate them, so where's that balance between correcting their form or just sort of letting it go a little bit? Yeah. That's a really good question because the thing is, is like what we tend to do is, as as adults and even worse as parents, we go, no, no, that's wrong. Don't do it like no, that. No, that's incorrect. It's like that. Yeah, don't do it like that, you know, and it comes from a place of making the kid wrong. It comes from a place of love. So, yeah, right. And And I think, you know, the thing is, is like, you know, how do you coach someone without disempowering them? Yes. 
And what I would use is um, is uh, is positive words. It's like that's pretty good. Try it like this. Yeah, that's really good. And now try it like this. Yeah. So you can coach them. And 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 of course, at the beginning, like I said, kids are um, are pretty malleable, so they're not going to really hurt. I may have just lost you. So you've got to coach them over time. And so the thing is, is what we have to avoid, and here's a word that I would, I would have everyone avoid, is the word but. Ah. Because and I would also actually have another word as well. You give them a compliment, but. Yeah. <laughs> it's good, yeah. but you're a bit crap. <laughs> <laughs> and what does the kid hear? Oh, I know. Before the but or after the but? <laughs> exactly. You know? Um, and also the word no. Okay. Wow. That's that's a little. That's a that's hard. I know. I know. It's really tricky. It's really really tricky. And so you know the thing is is with kids uh, and you know when you notice a coach, um, you know when they're younger, you know they'll avoid saying no. It's always coming from an empowering context. As they get older, you know that you know the coach will be a little bit harder on them. However, the majority of the time, they're also being very, you know, positive in their language. So it's really important to be able to keep the kids um, into it and fun. And, and it, it, there's a, there's a, a you know, a, a cross between nurturing and guidance, you know, nurturing and guidance, nurturing and guidance. And so I guess I'm getting a little bit um, philosophical here. You know, I'm being very, um, you know, uh, you know, it, it's it's more around the, you know, the 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 strategy involved. This is great, Nate. I really needed to hear this nurturing and guidance, and I'll make it. I'll remember this tonight when I'm before I say the the N word to my child, which is no, <laughs> by the way. I should say that the N word I'm referring to is no. Okay. Yeah, I figured that's what you. Yeah, <sighs> and and I know I know the other one too. So so you know I think um, you know as a as a parent when you want them to train and do fitness, fitness is always one of those tougher ones because it's it doesn't normally involve a ball or something like that. So using, you know, using those tools that you would use as a ball, using games is really good. Using music is really good, and 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 you know, and 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 guide and nurture yes. what they're doing. And like I said, with fitness, there's so many different fitness videos online, YouTube and stuff. Um, you know, you could also get, you know, right now you can even get like what we're running at the moment. We're running um, on coaching or online you know um, uh, personal training uh, and and group classes and then that way the coach would be able to give them you know that 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 form and you know the great thing about something like that if you do it with your kid then it takes the emphasis off you having to coach your kid because you've got someone else being able to coach your kid while you're actually doing the exercise online so you know we've been getting uh, parents training with their child and not having to worry about coaching them they would leave it up to the coach to, to, to coach. Yes. Yeah, and okay. Uh, my other point is also when you've got siblings, when you've got two children and you're, and, or, or multiple children and you're trying to exercise with them, how do you sort of go about, and they're at different levels as well, how do you set the level that it's not too hard for one and not too easy for the other one because, you know, then they won't get motivated. Yeah. If it's too I easy, would, they won't get motivated. Yeah. If it's too hard, they won't either. Yeah, I, I would still focus on that fun aspect of it yes. and not worry too much of how hard it is. And, you know, as a as a uh, an untrained 
um, you know, coach, you know, i.e. being the parent, is that uh, you're never going to be able to get it right. You know, you're never going to make it too uh, just right for both of them. Mm. So I would I would definitely make an easy and and a harder one. So that way, you know, you actually are giving them a little bit of rest before you go on to the next one. Um, And I'm I'm trying to avoid the word but, (laughs) but um, making sure that yeah, however, making sure that you are getting a, um, a, a you're keeping within that time frame of that 45 seconds, a minute and a half for each exercise. And then that way you should be able to keep their attention span for that length of time. Uh, when it comes down to, like you said, if you've got two or, or more kids, I wouldn't worry too much about it. Like I, like my daughter the other day wanted to train with us. And, you know, you, you've, you've just got to keep that fun aspect of it. You've still got to keep the – I would definitely keep music in there and not worry too much if, oh, the older kid didn't get so much of a workout. At the end of the day, if the kid's moving for like 30 to 45 minutes, they're moving for 30 to 45 minutes, whether it's like a, an intensity of – of three or four out of 10 or whether it's an intensity of seven or eight out of 10, the key is, is to be able to keep it that consistent. So if the kid was doing like three to five times a week, even though not every session is like a high intensity of eight out of 10, their fitness level is still going to improve. The main thing that you have is you've got their, 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 their um, motivated to do it. And they're also, um, you know, they're, they're also keeping consistent. Yeah. And that's more. That's the most important consistency. Just not, yeah. That's right. Consistency is the most important thing. Just doing it and oh, making absolutely. it fun, and not a one-off. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the real key. I mean, if I was to say the intensity level, I would say out of ten, I would say seven out of ten. Is mm. that's how hard you want to make it? And you've got to remember, as an adult, you probably won't. Um, you know, you, you're, you're going to be working out the hardest out of the two. It depends on actually how old the kid is. Usually around the kid is around four, 14, 15. They'll probably be as fit as dad, probably a little bit fitter, depending on the, the you know, the, um, uh, the, the fitness level of the dad. But if they're under 13 or 14, they're not going to be as fit as the dad. So, you know, we've got to be careful of, like, encourage them, yet not make them feel like they're, not capable of because they're not keeping up with mum or dad. Yeah, that's right. Well, one... Because our, Sorry, go on, mate. Yeah, well, I was going to say, because, you know, our fitness level, like, you know, if I, if I was training my son at the fitness level that I train at, mm. then the kid is, you know, the kid's going to get demotivated because, exactly. you know, he's thinking a 10-year-old should be as fit as, as you know, his dad. Yeah. And that's unfair. You know, and like I said, you know, kids tend to have, um, you know, their, their, their endurance level tends to be a lot lower. And, of course, their attention spans around, you know, that 45 to 45 seconds to a minute and a half. So if you can incorporate that, you're going to be getting you, – you're, you're, I always say to my kids, say, look, you know, guys, all I want you guys to do is just make sure you've got great technique, great form, let's have a great time, and I probably will do more than you. You don't have to keep up with me. And I find my kids are going, I bet you I can. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of the other flip side of like, ha, you can't keep up with dad. And the kid's like going, yeah, I can't keep up with dad. Oh, well, this is too hard. I'm not going to do this anymore. But that's so good that they're still willing to try and they feel encouraged to, to give it a shot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's and, and it's in that language that yeah. you can empower and the, the empower the child or, or, you know, or knock them down a few pegs. 
you know, so we've just got to be really, you know, um, wary of our language because if we're, if we're aware of the language that we're using, um, and I always say to myself, if I said that to myself, would I be motivated or not? Yeah, exactly. You know? That's a really good way so, to put it. Yeah. How would we feel so, if we were on the receiving end of that? I mean, I have to watch it, how I motivate yeah, my girls. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, Noreen. Exactly. Your, your, your squat, yeah, your squat could be better. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, exactly. <laughs> well, we say that now, but in a few years' time, well, your your children are older. In a few years' time, they might just your son and your daughter may just be even fitter than you, and you're already really fit. So, no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> Watch that space. <laughs> yes. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. No. And I, so I think I think it's there, there is a great opportunity, especially you know, all of us staying at home right now, is is not only to you know build that relationship with our children and to sort of get to know our kids you know more than than we did when we were working so hard, um, and but but there's also a great opportunity there for us to be able to you know to play and train with our kids because you know this day and age you know I I believe now that this has come into a play we need to as adults be able to be the healthiest, you know, strongest possible for whenever we get struck down by a virus, we're the most strongest and, 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 and fittest possible so that way we can fight it off. And that goes for our children as well. And, you know, if, I, if my children see me doing stuff, they, they want to do it. So it's that monkey see, monkey do. Exactly. Well, well said. So it's time for us to stay active so that our children can copy us and, and, we, and we can have fun with them that way. Meanwhile, uh, Nate, remind our listeners once again how they can find out more about uh, you and uh, Elite Personal Training. Ah, oh, yeah, for sure. So if they want to get hold of me, they can go to my um, Facebook page, which most people have is called Elite personal training or i think it's called elite pt studio no i don't think it is elite pt studio um or they can uh they can go on to linkedin and they can type in my name uh, uh nathan Sawlia, and then they'll also get me that way as well excellent meanwhile thank you so much for your time uh, this week nathan and until next time 